Welcome, everyone, to the Happy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Jack, lifestyle entrepreneur, professional model slash actor, biohacker, and eco-warrior striving to make a positive impact on this planet. My goal is to inspire, educate, and entertain you while reminding you to enjoy the journey, not just the destination, as you happy hustle for a life of passion and purpose. I am so grateful and humbled to be spending some time together today. Now, let's dive in. What is up, you beautiful happy hustlers out there? Kerry Jack here, and I hope you're having an amazing day. I mean it. Just staying grateful, staying positive, and enjoying this very moment right here and right now, baby. And in this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast, we have um, Mr. Bart Miller, also known as the Billion Dollar Cowboy. I mean... When it comes to business, Bart has really done it all. He started working in the corporate world with international businesses only to discover he loves being a full-time entrepreneur and an online business owner. In fact, Bart has been in the online business and digital marketing space for the past 20 years. He's built several of his own seven-figure online businesses from zero dollars with his wife, Sunny, and helps others do the same year after year. He's got that old school selling and marketing that's able to combine it with the modern digital age and really create strategies that help you explode your business and help you step into your full power and potential. I really loved connecting with Bart. I mean, this guy is just a wealth of knowledge. And in this episode, we go deep into the entrepreneurial game and really how to figure out your why and how to figure out what problems you should solve as an entrepreneur in order to really increase your income and your impact. We also get into how to have a successful marriage and relationship while you're an entrepreneur. Um, Because let's face it, sometimes your relationship gets pushed to the wayside while you're focusing on your business. So Bart's done a great job, you know, navigating those waters. He's been married 25 years. He's got four kids. He's also an amazing cowboy. Um, You know, he's won, you know, saddles and belt buckles and awesome rodeos all around the, the world. And he's actually competed in the bodybuilding competition at age 48. He's absolutely shredded. You know, he's connected with the top of the top in the online game. He used to be coached by Tony Robbins himself, and now he's coaches others with IDoEpicCoaching.com. I mean, this guy really blew me away in this episode, and I know he will with you too. Um, So when you do get that value, shout him out. Give him some love on IG um, at Bart Allen Miller, and then check out IDoEpicCoaching.com if you're interested to learning more about even potentially working with him. Regardless, I know you're going to get some value from this one. So without further ado, y'all, let's dive into this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast. Hold up, y'all. I want to tell you something. Your sleep is imperative. It's absolutely essential. You will not be able to happy hustle your dream reality without proper sleep. See, about a year ago, my sleep was suffering substantially. And I would just lay in bed when it was time to fall asleep. And I would just think about the day's accomplishments or what I didn't accomplish and what I had to the next day. And I tried other strategies like CBD and meditation and reading with my blue blockers on and, you know, all effective strategies in their own right. But it wasn't until I started taking magnesium breakthrough by bioptimizers that I completely optimized my sleep. See, 
Magnesium Breakthrough actually reduces your cortisol levels, aka your stress hormones, and helps you feel more relaxed and at peace. It helps you sleep faster and deeper while boosting your immune system and maintaining a normal heart rhythm. Because Magnesium Breakthrough is actually the most potent, complete, first full-spectrum magnesium formula ever created. And you guys, by listening to this podcast, get the hookup. You can actually save up to 33% off. You can go to magbreakthrough.com backslash happy and get the hookup. And you can actually save the more you get, you know, with one bottle or three bottles or six bottles. But the best part is you can't go wrong because they have a 365 day money back guarantee. So try it. And if you don't like it for whatever reason, send it back and get your money back. I'm telling you though, this has changed the game for my sleep and performance. So get yourself some at mag, that's M-A-G, breakthrough, B-R-E-A-K-T-H-R-O-U-G-H.com backslash happy and save yourself some moolah while optimizing that sleep, y'all. Now let's get back to this episode. All right. Welcome, Bart Miller, to the Happy Hustle Podcast, my brother. I am super stoked to connect. Me too. I'm so excited to be here, actually. Yeah, man. This is going to be a fun one. I mean, you are the billion-dollar cowboy, a rock star entrepreneur, just a badass online business coach, as well as just a really cool human being. I mean, you've sold over $100 million in you know, e-commerce and sales and services, you have so much wisdom to share with the happy hustlers. I can't wait to roll up our sleeves and get in it. But before we do, what's something interesting about yourself, Bart, that not too many people know? I met my wife country dancing. A lot of people don't know that. I also <laughs> was on a dance scholarship. So a lot of people don't know that. Whoa. But, uh, yeah, there you go. So paid for college uh, dancing and riding horses. Dance scholarship. Like, tell, talk to us. I, I'm not going to let you get out of that one. <laughs> you, tell us a little more about what kind of dance. Well, what was interesting is when uh, when I was younger, I have a older sister that has cerebral palsy. She's handicapped. And so uh, for coordination, they had her in a ballet class. Well, I was that little kid. They didn't have ADD back then. I don't know. But I don't know why we didn't have ADD back then, but we didn't. So we didn't have that. So, but I, I'm 48. So I kind of put it in perspective, but now they have a thing called ADD. Well, that would have been me. I was running around like crazy, you know, and having all sorts of fun. And the teacher of the thing is like, we got to control this kid. So let's put him in a clogging class. So there's a clogging class going with some adults at the same time. So I just started clogging. I thought it was so fun. So they, you know, like I just danced. And uh, so when I got time for college, I'd been ballroom dancing through high school and uh, I went to get a ballroom scholarship. Well, honestly, they didn't have any. They were like full. But they're mm-hmm. like, hey, if you could only clog, we got all this money for cloggers. And I'm like, well, guess what? I can clog. They're like, no, <laughs> hey, I'm like, yeah. So they, uh, they gave me a clogging scholarship and I ended up touring Spain and France. And uh, what the heck? Deal. Yeah. So I was able to dance and, and that, uh, that gave me some good money for college. And then I was in a colt breaking class and, making money on riding horses. So Wow, that's super cool. And you know what, I can actually personally testify to your dance skills, because we went out in Nashville, when <laughs> we were at Funnel Hacking Live, and I saw yes, those sir. moves. And right. it was tip of the hat to you, my uh, good sir. Impressive. So Bart, let's dive in. I, I like to kick yeah. things off with a bang. What would you say to the online entrepreneurs and the happy hustlers out there right now who 
have been hit hard by this pandemic and need to potentially pivot and innovate and, and think through how they can truly add more value because their old products or services isn't necessarily effective like they once were. I know it's uh, kicking it off with a bang, but what would you say to someone like that who's maybe right now in the, in the depths of despair, struggling to really get their business back? Yeah, that's a great question because I feel like it really is something a lot of people are facing. So I would like to hit this head on for you. And I think the number one thing is, can I tell you a story quickly first? Please. So I remember in my career uh, about, it's been about 16 years, give or take, but I I lost everything. And I'm not going to go into a lot of that, but I I honestly remember sitting there. And when I say everything, I mean, everything. Mm. And I mean, millions of dollars. I was like, I didn't know what I was going to do. And uh, I I actually was going into debt, trying to pay off people because I, I was too arrogant, prideful at the time, I guess, to take out bankruptcy. Now, right or wrong. I just, I just didn't want to do that. And I don't judge anybody Mm. who does, but I remember, and I I tell you the story, I'll I'll get to the point, but I honestly remember laying in bed and I had a pistol next to my head and I was like, this is it. Like, I just can't bail myself out. Like I just, everything buried on me, you know? And Mm. I I remember laying there and I remember just getting so mad at God and just being like, God, like, how dare you like do this to me? Like I had everything. Why? I, I was, I was paying my ties. I was, I was going to church. I was, I was doing all the things, all the right things. And yet here I am like, you know, you made me, you made me wealthy and then you take it all away. You know, what, what is the lesson in this for me to learn? You know, it, it was extreme. Mm. And uh, you know, I just remember, remember sitting there thinking, and I went to bed that night and uh, I had this thought come to me and I said, you know, like Bart, you've hired, at that time i'd hired tony robbins i was going to uh his uh ultimate mastery chet holmes Mm. the very first one and i I remember you know basically this this just come to me it's like you know you've hired these coaches you you hire a coach and what do you expect from your coaches and i mean i'm brutal if i hire you as my coach you know i want you to kick my ass that's why i'm hiring you you know i want you to call out things you know i i want all these things and i remember and i hope this really helps some of your people that are listening to your podcast but i remember this voice saying, but when I, God, put you through these type of challenges and I push mm. you to your limits, you cuss me. Mm. Mad at me. You'll pay this guy over here thousands of dollars to kick your ass. Yeah. Yeah. When I do it for you, you're, you're mad at me. And I was like, oh my gosh, I am literally chewing out God. I'm so mad at God. And I'm laying here so pissed off. But what he's doing is, is he's growing me to the next level. And I didn't mm. even realize that he's coaching me, coaching me to be better coaching me to be where I need to be, you know, Mm. and it was that aha moment. So I tell them all to just really get back to their why, why are you, why did you do what you did? If you're doing it for the money, great, go for it. Like, I'm not, I'm not anti-money at all, but re-sit down and look at your why and ground yourself in, okay, what is it that I need to do? And then reach out to your network, reach out to your network of people that are in the space or doing what you're doing and say, Hey, this is where I'm struggling is there anything you can do to help me make this quicker, execute mm. this quicker, even if you have to give up a piece of equity or whatever it may be and see if they can help you execute quicker on the thing that you're trying to do or have belief in that thing that you're trying to do or coach you on, Hey, this isn't the best idea. Do this. Now I'm very much uh, and I, a lot of people say, follow your passion, follow your passion. I say, fo- follow fixing problems. Mm. You know, it's great. It's great to follow your passion and I'm all for it. If you can make the money in it, but I'll tell you where real money's made. And that is 
fixing people's problems. So just go in your Rolodex and even if you hate it, just think about the problems you can fix and how quickly you can fix those. Because all we buy in life is solutions to our problems. That's all we're really buying. So if you'll dig in and say, okay, this is really the problem that I'm fixing and you'll sell the end result of that, you'll become very wealthy very quickly, right? And so anybody comes to me and say, well, this is my passion. I go, great. What does that passion solve? What is the problem? Well, that doesn't solve anything. Then let's not chase your passion. Let's make so damn much money that you can pay to do your passion all day long. <laughs> you'll be just as happy and you don't have to, you don't have to ruin your passion. Okay. So that doesn't resonate with everybody. And I'm okay with that. That's okay. All I'm giving you is Bart Miller's point of view of how I coach and things that I think are very important. And that is if you're the P who solves the largest problems wins the most amount of money because people pay to solve problems. Mm, yeah. I love that. I mean, it really is about what problem do you solve? And then who exactly you solve that problem for? And then uh, like, what is your uniqueness and how can you actually exploit it in the service of others? You know, and that's how you break it down where you sure hopefully can integrate passion and purpose into it, you know, but ultimately you have to solve a problem. I I love that. I mean, follow fixing problems. So if you're out there right now, all the happy hustlers listening, and maybe you had to pivot throughout this pandemic, many of us had think about what problem you can truly solve. And the, the bigger the problem, the more value you can deliver, the more ultimately you'll make, right? That's right. That's right. Exactly yeah. right. Yes, sir. Yeah. Simple enough to, to break it down. Then you just got to execute on it, right? <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the reality. Yeah, that's it, man. Well, well, speaking of executing, I mean, I know you've executed in multiple businesses across multiple different mediums. Yeah. Give us a little background into like what got you into entrepreneurship and, and how you how you became the billion dollar cowboy and, and who you are today. Yeah. So the hard part for me in the line, I can assure you if I was in everybody's head talking right now, they're going to say the same thing is I'm a bad employee. I'm a bad employee. It's like Man, I, I, I love my freedom, you know, and I, uh, I love my ideas. I'm pretty sold on my own ideas. So <laughs> I, uh, when I started to work, I remember always being like frustrated. I was like, God, oh, don't, don't, this is wrong. Or I want to do it this way, you know? And it's like, no, you have to do this. And so I, back in the day was very, I'm a pretty independent person. So I just decided, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to start to learn. And uh, I dropped out of college. I was very frustrated with college and uh, I, was, I wasn't a great student. Um, and so what I learned was sales. That was the first thing I got into was sales. Second thing I got into in my career was marketing. And I believe that there's two things that rule the world. And that is marketing alleviates the need for sales. So great marketing alleviates the need for sales. I do believe that. Now, a lot of guys get pissed off because they want sales are it. Now, I'm not saying that sales aren't it. I'm saying marketing done appropriately alleviates the need to sell number two is you've got to be a money man you've got to have a good accountant you've got to have somebody who knows your numbers if you can market well and you can have your numbers run appropriately there is no reason you can't win now there's a third step and that is if you can buy your way to success faster or yeah you can buy your way to success faster so i always try to find the top person in whatever i'm doing and pay whatever it takes to be to mentor from them and learn from them. And people get this wrong. I'm talking even to the point where I will give a year for free to somebody, bust my ass for them, 
if I can learn their skill set, because then I'm going to make millions and millions on the other end. What mm -hmm. happens with a lot of our younger generation, sometimes they misread that in, well, they should be, they should pay me. They should pay me to learn their skill set. It's like, I'm not going to pay you to become my competitor. Like, you know, if you really want to learn this, there's some stuff you need to go through. And I'm not going to go on a rant on this, but I'm saying buy your way to success. So buy you the right coaches, buy the right people, buy the right things and, and make sure, and I can go into a whole thing on this, but that's how I've done it in my career. So when I got in it, I wanted to start learning marketing. I found the number one marketing guy I could learn from. And I learned and I dug in and I served at a level I could, you know, and I made it worth their time. And then I took that skill. I had sales the same way. And then when I started speaking across the U.S., I was a speaker, you know, they're paying me to be a paid speaker. And I was like, I'm not that great a speaker. And I was a good speaker, but I wasn't a great speaker. And so then I started learning from that. I hired the number one person. I mean, right now in my life, I have four coaches, four coaches in my life at the level I am. Why? You ask yourself? Well, because I believe that's how I stay accountable. And I believe that's how I grow faster than anybody else can. That's why I was able to, you know, w go into bodybuilding and one year later walk away with not only the overall sword, but winning my category in one year, right? That's how I did Damn. team roping, went into start. I never headed a steer until two years ago, won a saddle the first year I team roped. So, <clears throat> second year, I won three saddles and qualified for the World Series. You know, I mean, so it's, but it's all because I put the right people in the right butts seats, hire them to mentor me in it. You're like team mm -hmm. roping. Yeah. Even in team roping, like, mm -hmm. so anyway, I don't know if that's what you're looking for, but that's yeah, it. for but, sure, man. No, it's, it's, it's such a great takeaway. Like you could, you could buy your way to success faster by hiring the right people right. in your life. I mean, every Everyone has coaches, even the elite top performers. Amen. Listen, you know, here's Bart, guys. He doesn't need coaches. If, if he wanted to throw in the towel, he didn't have to work another day in his life, you know, but you're striving for more. Yeah. And so you have coaches to get you there faster. And so you buy your way to success. And I love that you mentioned, you know, great marketing alleviates the need for sales. I think that's such a valuable just take home for me personally, because I love sales personally. Yeah. Like I love selling. I, it's, it's like the hunter in me, you know, I, like, yeah. love you, it. Know, yeah. you know, but it, it just, I haven't actually thought about it. Like you just broke it down, but it's so true too. It's like, if, if you have a really top-notch marketing campaign and a really quality VSL and maybe some good marketing copy that acts similarly with sales copy. You don't even need a, a guy on the phone to close, you know, if you build the scarcity, the urgency, the yeah. social proof, you know, yeah. and, and then your marketing will sell it for you. So I would just urge everyone out there, think about, you know, really where your marketing's at yeah. and, and think about how you could make it better. And yeah. then also you mentioned something really important you got to have a, a, a money man or someone in your corner. And also you need to know your numbers. This is That's something, right. you know, just being transparent here that I'm cleaning up more so this year than ever, mm -hmm. you know, because I, I realize, you know, if I want to run a successful business at the, at the highest level, you got to know your numbers, you That's know, right. That's exactly. so talk to us a little bit about that. Like what, what are those key KPIs that you, that you really instruct your entrepreneurs that you coach on really knowing? Well, let me just take you through COVID, for example, you know, I mean, and this is something that, and I'm once again, I'm not, I, I don't live extravagant. Like if you come to my house today, it's a nice house, but I wouldn't say in, in, in any shape or form, it's an extravagant house. 
um, you know, like I said, and the reason that that's intentional, because what my wife and I wanted to do was have two years worth of money in the bank to run the company. Hmm. Two years worth of company. I can pay all my employees for two years without ever selling another thing. Now, I don't know what inclined us to do that, but we did that before COVID, right? So we had that. So when COVID hit, it was not like all, I, I could reach out to everybody that was with me and say, hey, don't stress, don't stress. And I'm not saying it's because I, you know, all, thank goodness to me, but, but I was grateful. There was a lot of families that depend upon me being their leader. And there's nothing worse as a leader in my, well, there's, it's hard, man. It's hard to call a family and say, look, you know, because of this, because of this crisis, I apologize, but I got to let you go, you know, and, and that sucks. And I, I know some people have gone through that and it's not your fault. I'm not blaming. I'm not pointing fingers at anything, but to me, that was important. So when I talk to my, my young entrepreneurs, I say, look, you need to be putting 10% away for you every single month. That's money. You don't touch. That's your nest egg. Just put it away. 10% a minimal that you're putting away just for the business. Right. And then on top of that, you need to make sure you've got your business just running. So 20% right out of the gate is going in two different accounts. Now, at first, it's like, whoa, are you kidding me? But, but reality is when you do that, if the family has an issue, at least you've got some capital for the family. You're not taking it from the business. You're taking it from the family. Because what we have a tendency to do is, well, I own the business, therefore the I can go sneak into it or I can grab some from the business loan. We all do it, okay? I mean, when, when, and we should. If shit's happening in our family, we got to take care of it. And that's our only resource. You're going to use what you need to. I, I'm not pointing your fingers. But if you build this 10% over here, you've got that, okay, for those type of days. You also mm -hmm. have the 10% just like you're doing for your family because that's your business family that you can tap into. So let's say one of the one of your families comes and says, hey, you know, i got a daughter that needs this type of surgery and this and that and the other. Well, guess what? As a family, you can go to your your group of employees and say, hey guys, I put 10% away. Are you guys, this is for our family. Are you cool if I take some of that and hand it to here? Mm. Are you cool with that? And they're like, dude, so gratefully you've done that. Yeah, let's do that, you know, or whatever it may be. But it gives you an ability to uh, just, just have a little bit, I guess is what I'm saying. So so look at it that way. Look at your 10%, your 10%, your and then look at the overall business itself and just make sure your margins are where they need to be to run and operate the business, right? Because the business has to be able to make money or it's not a business. And, and, and then also look at it as, did you create a job for yourself or a business for yourself? Because mm -hmm. what happens is young entrepreneurs, and it's okay, we actually create our own jobs. Yeah. And that's, that's okay. That's okay. But we have to look at it as at the startup as how are we getting this to be a business so that you're working yourself out of your job, right? Yeah. And it's okay at the beginning because we all have to start there. I mean, including me, I, I was my own best employee, but I had to fire myself one day, right? Because you've got to fire yourself to let the business grow so that you can be what you desire to be, which is the overseer, mm -hmm. right? So if you can't fire that position, you're not setting your business up right, which is your position, right? Yeah. You're just keeping yourself a big job. So the day, the day you fire yourself is when it becomes a business. Yeah. I love that. It's, I mean, first of all, just socking away 20%, you know, 10 for, for you and, and an emergency fund and your family, and then 10 for your business and your business family. Great point there. Making sure your margins are where they need to be. Like, I, I think that's something um, you can kind of learn the hard way <laughs> here. You're like, Oh, I did an event. 
but uh, I actually lost money. Lost uh, a ton of money, but I yeah, did it. Yeah, it was a very successful event. I lost a hundred right. G's, you know. Yeah. Um, but you know, you learn the hard way that you're like, okay, I got to bake in more margins there. Um, but yeah, it's it's a great point. Like I even, you know, it, it's funny even with brand deals, right? Like, sure, the Happy House Podcast has awesome brand deals and partnerships with my with my sponsors, but that's a job. You know, that like, I, I don't, I don't kid myself, you know, like, I, like I still like they're, they are paying me and the happy hustle to, you know, share their message and their brand. That's a glorified job. I'm grateful for it, yeah. but ultimately, you know, I want to be working on my business that cliche say not always yeah. in it. And, sure. and that's what you're talking about, you know, firing yeah. yourself and running an actual business. What, yeah. what would you say, like, are those those warning or, or triggers or, or those signals that say, okay, it's time for you to actually run a business and fire yourself. How do you know when is the time or, or if it's possible yeah. for you now, or if you need to like set something up further in order to get there to make that transition seamless? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go here first, and then I'll answer that question. The number one thing that I made a mistake early on in my career, there's two, oh, there's a lot of them, but two <laughs> mistakes. Number one was, I, I was hiring C-level people instead of A-level people because I was like, I can get away with paying less. I'll help them. I'll train them. It's going to be okay. They're going to grow with me. It's going to be fine. And I convinced myself of that because of my, I don't know if it's my tight ass in me or what it is. I don't really feel like I'm really a tight ass, but I, I did that for a long time. And finally, I was like, no more of this. No more. I'm hiring the best person. I know it's going to cost me but I'm going to hire them because then I don't have to manage them. A-level mm. people, the great thing about A-level people when you put them in your business, if they're A-level, they're you. They're drivers. They're goers. You're not managing. In fact, they're coming to you saying, dude, what more do you have? And or I've already done this. I'm kicking butt. So like, what do you want to do? Let's grow this thing. You know, and so when I did that, that's when I saw my most success. So I'm going to tell you this, don't be afraid before you fire yourself to surround yourself with A-level people, and then they'll fire you. They'll mm. fire you. That's the great thing is when your people are firing you and telling you to get the heck out of the way, you're like, okay, go make me money, go do it. And that's, that's yeah. you always have C-level people. It's very hard to fire yourself because then you have to go hire somebody to manage your C-level people. Well, nobody likes that. Nobody likes it. But when you hire IA level people and you put them in the bus of seats, they get to where they, they take you and say, dude, you're blessing my life. Like, let us take this on. And they work you out of where you're at. They fire you. Yeah. So that's the best way to get fired is by putting the right people. That's when you know. That's when you know your company is going to be safe always too because they know and they care so much that they're not going to let the company go away. They're going to let you go do what you need to do and oversee. Now, also, I want you to remember, most companies are built on somebody's expertise and skill set. And that's when you really got to go have fun with that part of it and really do what you do extremely well and only do that and let them do what they do really well and let them own that. Where at the beginning, we're doing a lot of hats, right? And so we get distracted from the one thing that we do well. So anyway, yeah. just a few things to think about. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Especially like, it's such a, a great representation, the C-level people versus the A-level people. You know, I can, I know I've hired like C-level people before. And, we all have. 
Yeah. And, and, and it's like, I was saving a buck here, a buck there. You're so right. It caused more stress, more oversight, more, more my, my time and energy where it would have been caught more cost effective to just hire an A-level person from the get-go. Um, and, and I love that you said your A-level people will eventually fire you for you because yeah. that's what it takes. If you want to go far, you got to go together, you know, yeah. and, and you have to have your team around you and, and start to really recruit that, that those A-level players. Um, yeah. In terms of like your A-level players that you have around you, g- give us like your core five, like, you know, obviously, you know, you got yeah, a really so, good tax guy or CPA, go, yep. you know, go, go, yep. up, go forward with that. They're all my coaches. So they're like Russell Brunson, right. In yep. the internet marketing space. They're like uh, um, Ryan Benson in the bodybuilding space. They're like uh, Jennifer Finlayson Fife in the marriage, marriage space. They're uh, Jason Warner or Tyson Durfee or uh, Trevor Brazil in the team roping space. I mean, you know, so there are these high, and now, now I have people in my business too, but I'm at a level in my business right now that it kind of, I was fired a little while ago. So mm-hmm. I've really got those, those people who run those and do stuff, you know, but at the end of the day, those are the people I look for is those key people that here's the deal too, to think about is I love to be around. So I don't know if you ever saw the, uh, um, the billionaire show that's out there. I can't remember what it's called right now for some reason. Um, like anyway, the business one, like the profit yeah, or something? It's not a profit, but it's actually, um, God, Grant Cardone's on one of the episodes. And this Oh, thing. Undercover Billionaire. Undercover Billionaire. So the yeah. first one I think was really, really cool in the fact of all of them, when, they're, when they have nothing is when you find your truest friends. I, I mean, I don't mean that in a bad way, but it's like sometimes in your business and things like that, people, they still, no matter how great they are, they want to kiss your butt because they know you. But when you hire a coach on the outside, it's like they, they have no dog in the fight, right? And that's, that's what's awesome. Now, I have some really, don't get me wrong, amazing people that I trust and will do that in my business. But just always remember that if you have an outside opinion that's so good to have, not because they, they need you or because they have to have you, it's because they want to be there. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. But anyway, hopefully I'm explaining it appropriately. But just have a few key people on the outside that are give you the gut checks and the indicators that you need. But like you said, how I find them is I go for the very top, the very best, try to get them in my, my world and then have them oversee my life and drive mm. me to a higher level. Mm. Yeah. I think that's, it's a great point too. Just, you know, when the chips are down and you got nothing left, you see who's your real friends and who's yeah. there for you. Yeah. And, and I, and I think there's, you know, they say you're the sum of your five closest relationships, right? You either round up, you round down. I think that's, that's true. I really no, do. On a truth to it. And I also think it's not even who you surround yourself with. It's what you surround yourself with. Like, do you choose to watch a rom-com on Netflix or are you going to school to YouTube and learning about the next crypto play? You know, like that's your choice. And, and you choose who's in your brain and how you manifest those ideas and then make them reality. So I think, you know, if you're maybe not able right now to hire a, a coach like, you know, Bart or, or someone at that level, well, buy Bart's book or his products or his services, you know, it's like, that's how you can still get their wisdom in a more scalable evergreen way. And then when you're ready, elevate to that next level where you get that personal one-on-one approach, you know, hundred percent. Very well said. Yeah. And I want to ask you something. I ask all my guests this, but I'm curious, what was your first hustle Bart? What the first thing you did for money? 
ride horses. Oh, cool. So you, so you got paid to break them and ride them and, and train yeah. them? Train horses. I remember as a little kid that these these people had a bunch, not a bunch of people around here had Shetland ponies or smaller ponies. And I could ride the hair off of a horse. And so yeah, you've ever rode one of them. They're like riding a pig, you know, um, they're worth <laughs> But anyway, uh, so like they, they'd bring me these little horses and they'd want me to train them for their kids. And so that was my first hustle. I would like, I, I made a ton of money riding these little horses and I, I didn't love them. I'm not going to lie. They, they're, they're mean little suckers, you know, yeah. they, they're pain, but, uh, it was a great little hustle when I was a kid. And then, um, I raised cows. So I'd get dairy cows, you know, uh, and I would buy them little dairy cows and I'd raise them. And, uh, that's how I paid for a lot of things in, in my, when I started to get married, so I paid for my wedding. So I bought my wedding ring for my wife was I had, a, I had a herd of cows. So I was, I was that Western cowboy, you know, I, uh, I wore Wranglers the day I, I, uh, I graduated, but I, yeah, anyway, so that's love it. my first hustle. I love it, man. And, and speaking of your wife and your relationship, I'm just curious. I mean, I know of a lot of the happy hustlers out there are in a relationship and, you know, I have a fiance, we've been together five years, Steph and I, and, um, I think it's difficult sometimes to navigate those waters as an entrepreneur and to really maintain love and passion and sex in your relationship, you know, while you're growing your business and focusing on, on this baby of yours. Um, and I oftentimes see a lot of my fellow entrepreneurs, you know, they, they're working so hard to get to the top of the mountain in their business and in their life for profit and success, but then they get there and they look around, they're the only ones there. And yeah. they say, oh, by the way, the view sucks. You right. know, and I need to go back down to get to the other mountain where I have my faith and my family and my friends and my fitness yeah. and my fun. Sure. And I'm just curious if, if you're cool to go there, yeah. what are some of the, the, the lessons that you and your wife have learned in navigating entrepreneurship and a marriage? And, and maybe some of those lessons that we can mitigate as happy hustlers by just learning from you. <laughs> Yeah. So just put in perspective, I've been married for, um, 25 or 26 years right through there. So, uh, I've got four kids, uh, three of them are out, out of the house now, one of them's still home. Mm. And, uh, the one thing at the very beginning that we did is, is we start any, any argument or anything like that. We start our, are, are you still in love with me? <laughs> I love it. And that's how we start. <laughs> You know, and we're, we're on the same team, right? I mean, that's really it. We're still on the same team. We're going the same place, right? Yeah. And then it's easy to start the discussion because, you know, it, it, it's always like, if we're going to fight, we might as well know we're trying to fight for the same reason. Because if you're fighting for the same reason, it's okay to have different points of view. You know, but if you're fighting because just to fight, that's a whole nother story. Okay. Now, so we always ask that, you know, and then, um, you know, if it gets too far along, Sonny will usually take her top off. And then all of a sudden I'm looking at boobs and I'm like, whoa, like the fight's <laughs> over. This is done. We're, we're over. It's the easiest way to settle it, to get naked. Oh, I love that. That. Yeah, I mean, I it sounds that. crazy, but it settles a lot of fights in a quick hurry. And I'm going to uh, tell Steph that right away. That's yeah, absolutely. Time. Right. When we get to dispute, <laughs> this is how you go about putting the end to it. And then the other part of it is, is, we always, from the very beginning, we said, look, business is business, home is home. So we know right when the split is, right? So we can look at each other and say, are we in business mode? Or are we in home mode? Let's be clear. Which mode are we in? What are we, what are we arguing or what are, what's the dispute right now? Or where are we at? Okay. It's this. 
The other thing is, and you're going to hear this from a lot of people, but I'm telling you, it's the truth. If you, as a man, forget to date your wife, you're, you got the biggest problem on planet Earth. Always date your wife and, and act as if, act as if you could lose her tomorrow. Mm. Act as if you could lose her tomorrow. Date her. So when, when guys are having a struggle, I, I put a little course together on this even, and I did it for a bunch of guys because I thought it was so critical. So I'll give it to your guys right now for free. And I'll give it to any woman wow. listening to the podcast. Here you go. Wow. So what you do, what I want you to do is send a text every single day to your wife. Okay. For a month, 30 days, try this challenge out 30 days. Now, what the text is like is I want you not to just text, Hey, how's it going today? I want you to text and say, I remember the first time I saw you. I remember in that dance club, I got, I got that first look at you. And I just remember that. And I'll never forget that moment. I love you, babe. Okay. Mm. Next day, honey, I saw your ass. Those little lemon pants. Wow. <laughs> like you drove me crazy this morning. That was so cool. Right. Third text can be, you know what? I saw that little Xander was sick and you just held him there. Such a beautiful moment to see a mom. Mm. Our son. Thank you for being that amazing mom, you know, and 30 days of those type of texts. Okay. Now day 15, I want you to do something for her, a gift of some sort that she doesn't know. There's no idea that you're doing this for her. I want you just to get her something that she has wanted. Now, there was one, one gentleman that did this. He wrote me a story and his wife had never gone to prom. She was really wanted to go to prom, but she never got asked to prom. So he actually got the limo, got dresses, got a makeup person, got all the friends together, rented a barn and took her to prom. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was amazing. You gotta see Man. It. But let me tell you, when you do what I'm talking about, watch what happens with your significant other. Watch how they react to you. Watch how much more in love they are with you. Regardless if you're in a good or bad marriage, I don't care. This works no matter where you're at. Because when you care about somebody and you genuinely care about them, guess what? It doesn't matter about you. You're doing this with true intent. So don't do this if you're expecting her to be in the sack with you tomorrow. That's not what you're doing this for. This is because you see these moments that you truly remember. I truly wanted her to know, no matter what happens, that I remember those moments, that they were amazing for me. And that I care enough that when I'm listening, I know the things that she wants. Okay. And when you give her that gift for the first time in 15 days, it's something that she's like, holy crap, I didn't even know you heard about this. Watch what happens. Just watch in those 30 days what happens. And I could go on with this whole challenge, but try that alone. And I'll guarantee you, you'll be writing into Carrie saying, dude, this podcast yeah, off the charts for me. Like, I can't believe how just a text alone telling my wife how much she's, how awesome she is, how beautiful she is. The moments in my life that I, I reflected back on, it's a game changer for me. Hmm. I love that so much, man. And, and I really do think that is going to be the catalyst in, in everyone's relationship, mine included, to just spark to a whole nother level of love and passion and just appreciation and gratitude. You know, I, I have something that I, I've been doing in my relationship um, called the love calendar, where we have this whiteboard and we actually measure one to 10 every day where yeah. we rank, you know, how much love was there? 10 is like 
you know, lots of love, sex, passion. It was a great day. One complete opposite, you know? And, and so at the end of the day, I said, Hey babe, what was your number? You know? And she said, Oh, mine was an eight. I said, Oh, you know, mine was, mine was a six. I wasn't feeling blah, blah, this, that. So then we averaged it out of seven. I put a heart around it because it's a fiber above, but then at the end of the month, we can say, Hey, look, you know, we're about 85%. I think we can get to 95% love days. How, here's what I think we can do differently. But what you measure, you can manage. And I think that's Amen. important in your business. It's important in your life. You but if you don't measure it, then you, you know, we have this negativity bias as human beings. You know, that's why people love watching the news, which still shocks me. But it's like, it's because it's 80, 85% negative, right? You know, so we remember the negative things much more frequently than we do the positives, unfortunately. So yeah. I think that's just been a nice tool for us, but I'm totally going to implement this 30 day text and I, I can end the 15 day gift. So I'm going to shoot you a message and, and uh, awesome. I'll let you know how that goes, man. I'm glad I asked that. I'm really glad um, that we went there. And Bart, talk to us a little bit about I do epic coaching and, and kind of what you got going on right now. And, and even how, you know, some of the happy hustlers who are qualified can potentially even work with you. Oh, thanks, man. So the idea of coaching came because I had a lot of people reaching out to me just saying, I need a CEO or somebody just to look in my business or, you know, I just need somebody that has a lot of knowledge on different things that operate from e-commerce, you know, uh, online schools, whatever it is. And you've been through it all. And uh, I'm like, all right, well, I'm happy to put some eyes on this. And so I started doing that. And then I'm like, finally, it's like, it was taking so much time up. I'm like, okay, look, I'm just going to throw a number out there and hope you, you like this, but this is what I'm going to charge to do this. And they were like, are you kidding me? That's so cheap. Like, we'll do it yesterday. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, and, and some of them don't even show up on half the calls. I, I set a set time for them, at, you know, but they don't need it. And that's okay. Like, I'm totally cool with it. They just, they, they just want a slot knowing that they got my time and they, mm -hmm. they have it throughout the year. So it's one-on-one -on -one coaching the way it's set up right now. And you can go to I do epic coaching. You can fill out the survey, set up a time, and then I'll, I'll see if you're a good fit. You know, if your business is where it needs to be. Um, and then, you know, it just, we just work on your business every week you have that call. And then every week you have boxer access to me and you can box me things and I get back to you. And then I try. So like this last week, I got them all involved in a virtual summit so they could learn how to run a virtual summit. And then I, today they're going to get on and they're going to, we're going to all dial it in together. Right. So, you know, sometimes I bring outside guests in, you know, and they speak and they're able to attend those. And that's when I'm learning, you know, so there's a lot of stuff I want to learn but I bring in my, my elites so they can learn at the exact same time. Now that's not part of the deal. I don't guarantee them any of that, but I do that because I want them to, to know that I'm, I'm learning just like they're learning. And so the other part that they get access to is, you know, a lot of my network, you know, if it's a right fit, then I introduce them to the right people. You know, I had one person that's like, I just want to meet this one person. I said, well, it's the same coaching price. And if the deal, if it fits, if it fits, then I'll make it work. If it doesn't fit, just understand, this is your, this is your, I guess your cost to try this out. And they're like, no, it's going to fit. And you're going to love it. And I'm like, okay, cool. So that's <laughs> all. And it did fit and they were right. And so they invested in me and that was my part of the deal, you know, was getting them all connected together. But, you know, it was a win because I did all the due diligence. I did the proper stuff to make sure that I wasn't using one of my network people just to use them because I don't do that. So mm. I don't know if that helps you, but basically, you know, what I do at coaching is if you need a CEO in your business, you know, and understand funnels or understand what you're doing wrong or why things aren't converting and stuff like that. I I'm that I jump in and uh, help on that once a week and we take you to another level. That's it. Yeah, I love that. And it's I do epic coaching.com. You guys definitely check it out. I mean, I, I think 
people like Bart come around in your life for a reason. And, and, and it's very rare to get a chance. Like you're not going to be doing one-on-one coaching forever. You don't need to, you do it because you love to, because you love business. You know, it really is fun. for me. I, I look forward every one of my clients I love is family. So it's fun for me. Like it really exactly. is. It's not fun. It's not worth it. Exactly. I mean, and that's the thing. It's like you guys take action out there. If you like Bart's vibe, which how could you not? Uh, <laughs> and, and you really need help right now in your business. This is an opportunity to, to really dive deep down the rabbit hole, get expertise from someone who's been in the trenches, you know, sold over a hundred mil. I know you still got multiple successful e-com. Like you have a candle biz that just crushes it. Just give us a, a quick insight. What's that candle biz and, and like maybe a lesson learned around e Yeah. So that, that business is a kind of an interesting business uh, because what happened in the candle business is my, my oldest daughter is like, dad, we've seen all this. We've seen you do it for years. I want a business. And I'm like, all right, cool. You know, where's your funds at? She goes, I don't have a lot of funds. I said, well, I'll tell you what I'll do. We'll bring you in as an equity partner in this candle business. And we'll start from scratch, you and your mom, it'll be your guys's business. And then you're going to run it. We're going to mentor you through this business. So that's exactly what happened. And, uh, and it's relive the magic at home.com if you want to see her, her stuff. But anyway, it, it's absolutely awesome. But it started uh, five months ago, five or six months ago, and it has only just skyrocketed. But we, we, we really sat down with her. We put a business plan together. We showed her what she needed to do in research. She's been reaching out to the right influencers. I mean, she's learning this whole entire process. And uh, it's just so like that business, if I'm transparent, it's probably my favorite business because I get to see my own kid right? Yeah. That I love dearly creating her own empire and her passion and her fun. And if you go look at her Instagram, you'll just see how happy she is and how much energy she, I mean, so much passion that it's like, you know, it's like you want to give her money because it's like, oh my God, it's so great. And then when you get the candle, <laughs> you're like, whoa, this thing's amazing. Cause she pours, literally pours so much love into them. And, Pun intended. and so, yeah, seriously. Uh, and, and so it's, it's, it's been fun, but that business I'm super excited because it's my daughter's, you know, the, the other e-commerce businesses we do are more traditional. Like here's the product, here it is here. We put it on Amazon, you know, Shopify. That one is total passion. Mm. It's not total. It's still the same system. Let's be clear, but it's, it's just got a lot more heart to it because it's, it's my daughter. So. Yeah, for sure. That's very cool, man. Well, I like to ask all my guests a couple different questions. In cool. a couple different disciplines, first right. being health, because I know you're absolutely shredded. You competed at the top level in bodybuilding. I don't yeah. even know how young you are, but you don't look it. Yeah. Um, I mean, four kids in a marriage of what yeah. you said, 25 years, you know, um, it, it's impressive to see, you know, the physical and mental shape that you've kept yourself in. What, what is a happy hustle hack? And yes, I deem it happy hustle hack. Um, you know, something that you do that you know, really optimizes your mind and your body that you think um, might be beneficial to share with the happy hustlers out there? Number one is meditate. I don't care who you are, who you think you are. If you're the baddest ass cowboy that riding bulls tomorrow, it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Meditation and get your vibrations into the right thing. Very, very, very important to me. Mm. Number two is remember food is fuel. Food is not anything but fuel. And that doesn't mean you can't have cheat meals. Doesn't mean you can't have things that you like. But remember, food is not to be abused. It's a fuel. Like my horse eats the exact same thing every single day and they're happy. Uh, my cows eat the exact same thing and they're happy. And, you know, you'll find that in nature that, you know, it's we think we got to have all these different variety of nachos. And, and let me be clear. I love to eat food. I'm not lying. Right. But I am here. <laughs> yeah. My 99% of my stuff, though, is consistent. It's the same thing every single day. 
Mm. And I'm okay with it because I kick ass with it. I have a ton of energy with it. And I know what my body's doing. Now, does that mean I could fall over with a heart attack tomorrow? Of course I can. It's like anybody else. You know, you, you can only do what you can do. Yeah. But right now I feel like a machine. I run like a Ferrari and I'm performing like a Ferrari at 48 years old. You know, mm. I can rip my shirt off right now. I'll look jacked and, you know, it's fun. Um, but at the end of the day, I hit the gym, I work out, but I, I, I really just say the two hacks for everybody is meditate and eat with intention. Mm. Just eat like it's, you know, like it's fuel instead of anything else. Those, those are the two biggest hacks in life. Yeah. I love that, man. Um, do you follow, uh, one diet or another or any particular plan or is it just kind of custom? chicken and rice, baby. That's my diet. <laughs> nice. And do you have any like meditation practice or, or resources or like, are you so using Joe, headspace? Joe Dispenza, or? Joe Dispenza is my favorite to go yeah. to. If you want to learn? Like I, I think Joe Dispenza actually is never met he's the a guy. Magician. Yeah. yeah he's, he's a guy I'd really like to meet. So if you yeah. have any questions there, anybody out there, yeah, <laughs> Joe is one of those guys that I really feel like has put his life practice or he's called for that. So I really follow a lot of his stuff. I love his books. Um, so he would be the one I would go to if you're, if you're trying to learn this space. Um, but yeah, he's who I lean on the most. Very cool. Yeah. My buddy Lance, he just texted me yesterday about how, how he's going to Joe's. Um, I don't know what, one of his events. Upcoming. Yeah. He has one here yeah. like close. I can't yeah. believe it. I got the email sold out before I could even get on or I'd be going. Oh, to damn. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's crushing. Um, yeah, very cool. And I, I totally hear you like food is fuel. It's, is thy medicine and you have to be very intentional with what you put yeah. in your body. Um, great points there. Let's, let's dive into money, you know, and I, and I know you've made a bunch. I know you probably lost a bunch, you know, like we all have. Sure. Um, what would you say is a happy hustle hack in regards to money? Maybe something that you used to spend or save or invest wisely and that you could share with the happy hustlers out there. I'm a bad person to ask this if I'm trans. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. I'm being, I'm being yeah. honest with you. I, okay. Most of the time, to be honest with you, money, I, I've had a bad relationship with money since I was younger. And I, I realized that when I got in business. So what I did is, and, and I, th th this may answer some people's things, but I don't look at my bank account ever. I can't tell you how much money I have in the account or how much I don't have in the account. Because all that does to me is gives me anxiety. All I know is people pay me a lot of money and i I hope I have it when I go to spend it. And that's been my life. And I'm not saying that in any bad or good way. My wife manages that. Mm -hmm. um, and, and the reason I had to do that was I used to, like I'd get in an account and start looking at things and I was like, oh, we only have this much money. Like even though it was six, seven months, like I, I'd have a ton of money. Like I remember when I, oh, right around, I had 3 million in my account, clear. Like just clear, just sitting there. Liquid, and I'm like, yeah. Oh, still, I just, just gave me anxiety. And I'm like, why do I have such an anxiety with this? Like people would be dying to have that kind of money in their account, like that you could do whatever you want and you're still paying for everything, you know? But I just, I don't know. It's just, I don't have, I don't know if it's a hat. Anyway, it's just something I don't deal with. So mm -hmm. I, I'm not a good one. Like I had to hand that off to my, my financial people and I have to hand that off to my wife. All I know is that they come to me and say, Hey, you know, let's put another product out there and kick ass. I don't take it as I don't have money. I don't take it as anything else. I just go, okay, this what's got to be done and let's just execute. And when yeah. I'm free like that, I just grow and I just keep growing. When I have the burden of money on me for some reason, it can stifle me and my growth and I don't perform at my highest level. Um, so I don't know that that is a value of your, what people wanted to hear because that's not a good money hack. Um, well, the money hack is this, put it in the hands that you know you can trust 
that will grow uh-huh. it and take advantage of it and they'll manage it and keep you managed there you go yeah that's i was going to make that bridge because i i think that's the that's exactly what you're saying is if yeah. if you and if you're not the guy who is going or girl who's going to go deep in in the money game and and really you know, look at all the numbers on the balance sheet and, and the budget and whatnot, find someone who can, you know, because it has to be done. And yeah. like, I think with your wife, it's great so that you have that or, or your financial people. I've got a great, you gotta have it. Person, but it's just, it, it's, it's very critical and I don't want to avoid it, but I just didn't, I can't deal with it. So I don't avoid it. I have somebody else handle it and just, I just know what I need to do. So. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Let's talk about spirituality. I mean, we, we mentioned, you know, meditation as a, as a health hack, and I, and I totally think it is. But let's talk even deeper about spirituality, because, I, you know, for me, I believe in a higher power. I think it's really important to have faith, whether yeah. it's one God or another. It doesn't matter to me. I just think yeah. you have to be spiritual, maybe not necessarily religious, but yeah. you got to have faith. In, and I'm just curious, you know, if you have a happy hustle hack around spirituality or religion yeah. that, that you implement. Yeah, biggest hustle hack I could give you is gratitude is the largest spiritual hack in my my career, honestly. Mm. And I don't care what religion you're in, when you're in a grateful state of everything that's around you, including the food you're eating, the people that you're talking to, like understanding, like even before I got on this podcast, I was grateful for you. You didn't have to interview me. You know, you don't have to reach out, all right? You, you know, I don't like, but when people do, I'm so grateful. You know, no matter if they're small, big, large, I don't care where they're out in the ecosystem. Somebody thought of me like, yeah. that's pretty cool. Right. Cause th- how many things can go through people's brains? So I was grateful for that. I'm so grateful. Cause my wife brought me back food, right? She, she texted me right before I got on. You're, <laughs> Honey, you're probably hungry. Can I bring you back some really cool food? First thing I say is, man, I'm so grateful to have such an amazing wife. Like somebody mm-hmm. just, they just thought of me. Like, I'm so grateful for that right so if i can give you the big yeah right there it is baby my, my fiance made me food i'm gonna eat right after this awesome awesome <laughs> so, you know like everything to me is start with gratitude and spirituality will only grow no matter what religion you're in because you'll know that hey i'm grateful for the opportunity to go serve my neighbor or i'm grateful for the opportunity that i oh, i'm able to go serve my neighbor you know i'm grateful for i don't know that we've we just have air out there that we, you know, people aren't grateful for COVID. I'm grateful just that we all made it through and that we can realize the things that are happening to us. You know, there's always a way to be grateful and that'll rise, raise, in my opinion, the fastest way to raise your spiritual vibration and your spiritual entombment is by being grateful for whatever's providing that all for you. Mm. Yeah. Love that. I mean, gratitude is the way it really is. You get out of your head and you get into your heart you know, and we, and we can find gratitude for everything in our lives. Even if you're having an off day or, you know, things go awry, you look down, you say, Oh, I got 10 toes. I got 10 fingers. Ooh, I'm grateful. You know, you can start there, start small with the breath. Exactly. You know, right. think, think of people who can't even breathe on their own. They need a, a respirator or whatnot. 100%. Like there's so many little things that, that, that you can do every single day to set yourself up for success. And I think gratitude is one of them. Um, by far, probably the best possible thing that you could do if you want to change your situation. And, and you know, I, I always talk about real true happiness comes from within. You know, it's not, you know, although you might get a new horse, Bart, you might love that, that horse. It's got to give you, it, you know. It really is here, though. Like, I, the horse could die tomorrow. Yep. You know, all that, that, that is, you know, once you, once you can be happy with you and you're grateful, 
and it's not easy. This takes work. Like yeah. I, I'm not here trying to preach something that doesn't take work because we all get sold on this money idea, these other concepts. And let me be clear. They're awesome. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But when you're whole with yourself and you're providing solutions and you're grateful that you have people that want the solutions that you can provide, you know, it's like when I get a client, I'm so grateful for them. I pray over them every single night. I, I'm so grateful that they, they're trusting me to mm. help them with their business because they can trust thousands of other people. Yep. Right. But they're willing to take what they're earning and what they're doing and trust in me. I'm grateful for that, you know, and that, that provides love and love is the next component that creates the highest vibration. Love and gratitude are, are just miracles in our lives. So mm. Amen to that, brother. That, I mean, that was beautiful. Mic drop moment. I wish uh, we could end it there, but we can't because we got to jump into the rapid fire round. All right, let's and do this it. Is, this is basically just where I ask you random questions and you answer cool. honestly. First thing All that right. comes to mind. Are you ready? All right. Yeah. All right. Favorite food, go. Avocado, probably. Oh, nice. Favorite movie? Um, It's called uh, The Count of Monte Cristo. Nice. Favorite book? Favorite book? Um, oh, that's a tough one. Probably one of Joe Dispenza's. I, I really yeah. like his books. Like right now, today, I, I mean, Becoming Supernatural. Yep, that's a good one. What's your spirit animal? I don't even know. But if I had to pick one, it'd be a horse. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I had to pick one, it'd be a horse. Best business advice? Um... No, you can. Mm, deep. If you had one billboard for the world to see, this was your last piece of content. Yeah. What would that billboard say? I love you. Oh, right on. Three things you're most grateful for right now. <sighs> Three things. One always, the number one thing is that the universe is providing for me. I'm always so grateful for that because, mm. you know, the next is always my wife. So grateful for her. Like who would put up with my BS for as long as they have and still continue to stick around. Amazing. You know, so she, yeah. she's absolutely that. And then the third thing would be, and that includes my family, you know, so the third thing would be all of my friends, you know, just the people that I surround myself with super, super, super grateful for. Mm, for sure, man. One superpower. What, could, what would it be? I can see in people's businesses and in their lives, and understand things that they can't understand quicker than they can. It just, I get downloads and I'm able to see where they need to go without them knowing where they need to go. It's just mm. like always been a superpower. I avoided it for years, blamed it on other things because I was always embarrassed of it, but it is an amazing superpower for me. I, I love that you said that because I was like, I think you already have that one, <laughs> but one superpower that you wish you had is basically what I was trying to get at. But I'm like, that's a great response because you already have it. Yeah. One word, Bart, that you wish to be synonymous with your name for the rest of your life. Giver. Mm, nailed it. I mean, that was, you crushed that rapid fire round, Bart. I don't know about that. <laughs> you did, man. That was you really tough. <laughs> right. Bart, where can people go one more time to, to learn more about you, to follow you online? Give us some links. I know we got I Do Epic Coaching, but where else can people go to learn more about you? You know, I do a lot on Instagram right now. Um, and you can go to Bart. It's Alan, A-L-L-A-N Miller. And you'll see me there. I have a cowboy hat and stuff on. A lot of good stuff I put on there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, 
Facebook, you can get on there. I, you know, I try to really be careful of the friends. I do look at everybody that asks for a friend request, amazing enough, um, but that's fine. Um, and then I do Epic Coaching. That's a great place to, you know, connect with me. I, I don't know. Those are the main things, you know, reach out to you. You know how to get hold of me. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we'll, we'll link it all that up in the show notes too, but I definitely yeah. say follow Bart online, especially on yeah. IG. He, he's got a great account with a lot of knowledge and wisdom that he's sharing on the regular. And, you know, I do Epic Coaching guys. Here's, you know, here's your opportunity to work with someone like Bart one-on-one I would I would jump at the bit at least apply and see if it's a fit you know and, and go through the process um Bart man I just want to take a moment to acknowledge you for sharing your love your light your wisdom with the happy hustlers man this has been truly an honor and I, I appreciate you and want to just give you an opportunity to say any final words to the happy hustlers before I ask you the last question well you know the thing I will say is I'm grateful for you if you hadn't put this together and take the time to do this, right? The information doesn't get out there. So as awesome as you recognize me, I want to re-edify you and the fact that, you know, this is great. So I hope everybody out there is taking advantage of not only this, whatever else you're offering out there. Um, because until you've done it, until you're in the arena, you can't pick on anybody else, right? But when you're in the arena, you can always recognize somebody else that's in the arena with you. Mm -hmm. And so it's great to see you in the arena with me and doing the things that you're doing and the way that you're growing, the way that you're handling yourself, the information that you're bringing out to people. So big kudos to you and to all Thank your you, listeners. I know that you could be listening to anything right now, let alone my crazy story and what we're bringing to you. So to you as a listener, kudos to you for taking this time. And hopefully this did help you in some way, you know, because at the end of the day, if it doesn't serve you, you won't come back for more. And uh, so, you know, Thank you for listening. Thank you for spending time with us today. I mean, that means a lot to me. I'm grateful mm. for you. Mm. Love that, brother. And I receive it as well. Thank you. Final question, Bart. Yeah. What does happy hustling mean to you? That means just exactly. I mean, it's a pretty good term because you know what? Um, you choose to be happy or not to be happy. And you choose how much energy you want to put into stuff. You choose it. So to me, it's, I got a choice to be happy and I got a choice to perform at whatever level I want to. And it brings out that excitement for me. So every time I hear it, I'm like, yeah, I want to be happy while I, while I do the things that I love to do and put the energy into it. Mm. Bart, the billion dollar cowboy Miller. Woo! Thank you, brother. You're Thanks welcome. all for watching and listening. Peace and love. We out. One more thing, guys. If you want to do more than just listen to the Happy Hustle podcast, but actually implement all the amazing tips, tools, and tactics you're learning here, then I highly recommend you register now for the upcoming Soul Mapping Masterclass at thehappyhustle.com backslash soul mapping. That's S-O-U-L-M-A-P-P-I-N. I am pulling back the curtain of my secret soul mapping system. This is how the top 1% of successful entrepreneurs are avoiding burnout, creating healthy work-life balance, and crushing their business goals. And I'm basically going to give it all to you for free. All you got to do is register now and show up. If you're hearing this, that means there's one coming up very soon and that you can be on it. You can meet me live and we can actually break down this soul mapping system and you can implement it in your life. So you can increase that income and you can increase that impact and skyrocket your happiness in the process. I really hope I see you on this live masterclass. It's coming up very soon and you better register right now at thehappyhustle.com backslash soul mapping if you want to get a spot. All right, y'all. Thanks again for listening. Peace and love. I'm out. 
Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast. I truly am so grateful that you took the time out of your busy day to spend time with me. Now, if you got any value from this episode or any episodes in the past, it would mean the world to me if you could please leave a five-star review and share this episode with your friends so we can continue to spread this message. Guys, as always, it's been a blast. Now go out there and happy hustle for your dream reality. Yeah.